You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back here in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M, and today, why don't we break down what we know right now about Texas A&M, the COVID-19 pandemic, what to expect moving forward, where does Texas A&M go, what are the options, and so much more. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube.com. Yep, subscribe to the channel right down there below. And of course, follow us at the LockedOnPodcastNetwork.com. This episode of Locked On Aggies is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one source that you could use for all different types of cloud financial systems to power through your growth. Head on over to NetSuite.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's slash locked on for special end of the year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses today. As always, my name is Cole Thompson. I am the host of the show, and I love public feedback. So anything you can do to make this a more quality-sounding podcast Monday through Friday, give me a follow, give me a shout-out, and I will add it into the mix. Secondly, Locked on Aggies. Locked on Aggies is your number one source for all things 12th May-related content found here on LLP. You can always subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen live every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. All right, so Texas A&M, what do we know right now going into the bowl game? For starters, there's going to be a lot of opt-outs. We already know that there's been a few. Uh, Kenyon Green, Jalen Weidermeyer recently joined the list. That includes Jaden Peavy, Leon O'Neal, Isaiah Spiller. There's a lot. Like, there are a lot of opt-outs for this game of players who are detrimental to the team's success. But, according to Billy Lucci of Texas, uh, it was later confirmed by other sources that there is simply a spot of A&M not being able to field a team for the Gator Bowl next week. And it's in large part due to a COVID outbreak that has come through College Station. It is in large part due to COVID-19 kind of ravishing us through the country. It's right now kind of growing to a new level with the Omicron variant. And because of that, there has been an outbreak. And when that does happen, that does lead to potentially an opportunity to maybe have to cancel the game. You're not going to reschedule. You're not going to move it over. You're not going to go ahead and try to fix it. You're not going to find a new opponent. It just is going to be the case. And unfortunately, this is something that I could actually see start happening around the country. You're already seeing how in the NFL, everything is moving over to Zoom. You're already seeing COVID protocols be re-advanced to a higher level than they were well back last year. Uh, They're trying to stay active. They're trying to go ahead and move this into the right direction. And right now, there is no guarantee that Texas A&M can field a team. Now, again... Could they field a team if they didn't have all the opt-outs? That's another question that I really don't know the answer to. Maybe they could. Probably not the right answer. I mean, probably just not exactly what I would expect for this. But you do look overall. You do look at where this team sits. You do look at what this team brings to the table. And right now, it does come down to can you field a roster? Can you actually field a roster going into this game against Wake Forest? The biggest thing that I look at right now is... Where do you have your starters? Opt-outs are going to happen. Opt-outs are definitely going to be a part of the thing. The problem now is, where do you go if you don't have enough of your starters out there? And that's kind of where I sit on this kind of thing, where I'm kind of looking is, what direction can Texas A&M kind of go to? And they're paused, everything. Everything in College Station is shut now. They're not doing practice. They're, they're, they're not doing anything. They're just staying put. They're staying away. They're not making sure that they're not... Uh, you know, going out and they're they're trying to get practice and get ready for the game. That's not the case. 
They are staying away. And according to Greg McGarry, the CEO of the Tax Slayer Bowl, uh, Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, stated that multiple media outlets that he still expects the game to be played, and that A&M officials are keeping them in the loop. So this really could come down to the very last second. Uh, the team has been in his meeting virtually until this past day. They were released yesterday to go home for Christmas. They'll be back on Sunday to prepare for the game. At that point, what will happen is they will have a COVID-19 test. They will have as many COVID-19 tests as possible. And depending on how many players are out with COVID, whether that be they test positive, whether it be uh, asymptomatic, you know, there, there's whole rules with the NCAA that are completely different than what's inside of the NFL. When you look at that, when you put that into perspective, when you put that into the conversation, that's what changes things up. If you don't have enough players, not just starters, players, it's not going to be, you're not going to be able to fill the team. And you think that for one second, oh, you would have enough players because if you have over 95 players on the roster. Yeah, but you also have the option to opt out. Because if I think a lot of people don't want to pay the money, pay the funds, pay the uh, issues to go all the way, travel down to the likes of Jacksonville, Florida to watch their team get obliterated because of their playing practice squad players, because of their playing walk-ons, because they're playing against the number 17 team in the country. And what else are you supposed to do about it? Now, that again, to me, is not an insult to Texas A&M. That's more so just saying what is the reality of it. It's not that A&M doesn't want to play in this game. They absolutely would want to play in this game. But what else can you do? Honestly, what else can you do in this situation? I mean, I look at this right now. And would I rather lose to uh, the likes of Wake Forest by 10 with starters? Would I rather beat Wake Forest by 3? Or would I rather lose by like 45 because if I'm playing a bunch of walk-ons? I mean, that like that's the reality of it. Now, again, right now, everything is up in the air. Everything is still up in the air. Nothing is, you know, ruled out. It just is a possibility. And the biggest thing that you'll have to watch for is what happens after December 26th when players start returning. If they return and everything seems hunky-dory and everything seems to be trending in the right move, yeah, you're in a really good spot. You're in a very, very, very good spot. However, the biggest problem is you look at what Texas A&M is and where Texas A&M is at. It's going to come down to really good COVID tests. And on top of that, it's going to come down to Jimbo Fisher finding the right staff members. We don't know how many more players are opting out of the bowl game, how many more players are declaring for the NFL draft, how many more players are making that mark. Who is going to join in that conversation? We have no idea. We absolutely have no idea about any of that. So with that being said, it's hard to see a bowl game being played until you get your COVID test results back. That's just that's the reality of it. And unfortunately, it's unfair. It's unjust. It's not right for the players who have worked hard this season that want to play in the bowl game. But they're not going to field a team of just a bunch of walk-ons. It's not going to happen. And as long as the COVID, you know, and then you got to look at who's opting out. How many more players are opting out? We know Kenyon Green is going out. We know the likes of um. We know Kenyon Green's going out. We know that um, uh, 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 Isaiah Spiller's out. We know uh, Leon O'Neal's out. We know that Jaden Peavy's out. We know Isaiah Spiller's out. Who else? I mean, you still have a lot of names that could opt out in the next couple of days. I mean, Anaya Smith is one. Michael Clemens is one. Tyree Johnson is one. Andre White, if he wants to transfer, is one. Or go pro. Uh, Aaron Hansford is one. There's a lot of players who still have the opportunity to say, I'm done. My time at A&M is up. I'm going to opt out of this bowl game. And it would not shock me now that there's the COVID-19 variant going around and how many players are testing and how they don't want to go ahead and play in this game after being sick for all week and just prepare for their next chapter of lives. It would not shock me to start seeing more and more opt-outs coming in the next few days.
This episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by Prize Picks. I've been talking about Prize Picks now for a hot minute, and if you haven't signed up, well, what are you waiting for? It's college football action that makes college basketball more exciting. It's the leader of all college sports and daily fantasy action. PrizePix offers more college football and more basketball props than anybody else in the world, and they offer it from five-star players to mid-level talent. So it doesn't really matter if you're a fan of Murray State, a fan of Alabama, Texas A&M, or Wright State. You can go ahead and pick those players. All the users, all they have to do is just deposit one hundred, uh, deposit uh, up to $100, and you will receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. So very simple. You bet 20, you get 20. You bet 100, you get 100. 100% back to you. Pay anywhere between two to five players with an over-under on the projections, and you can win up to 10 times the level of entry that you had at the very beginning. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals for you. Go ahead, stop sitting on the sideline, use the promo code locked on, go to the award-winning app store today, and use Price Picks. Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Now picture this for one second. This is the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, you are getting the green jacket. But on your backswing, your hat falls over over your eyes and you can't really see what happens next. Is this kind of how you're running your business? Poor visibility is something that is relying you from using spreadsheets and outdated financial software. So go ahead and use it to see the full picture. Upgrade with NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. It has um, everything that you need from auto-mute to auto-process to close your books in no time while staying ahead of the curb. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already are using NetSuite. So for New Year's, why not go ahead and ring it in with a brand new system at NetSuite by using the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D at NetSuite.com slash locked on netsuite.com slash locked on head on over to netsuite.com slash locked on for your once in a kind financing offer for the number one financial system for growing your business that's netsuite.com slash locked l-o-c-k-e-d locked on aggies presented by the locked on podcast number thanks so much for making your first listen every single day the ultimate college football preview of 2021 is right around Global experts, betting advice, and draft analysis. So much more than the most comprehensive college football player preview only begins starting this Friday. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the recruiting class. There's a few names that we didn't mention and a few names that I want to talk about real fast. I mean, the big thing was, you know, what's going to happen with the COVID-19 variant and stuff like that. But let's go ahead and talk about Denver Harris, who now is joining Texas A&M. To me, this is a good move, and it's an excellent move for the future. This is what you want to see from Jimbo Fisher, bringing in this talent that is deciding between A&M or UT, deciding between Alabama or A&M, LSU or A&M. You want to make sure that they go towards the 12th man. That's why you agree to terms on a massive deal. This is a very sticky cover corner. He does a really nice job of closing the gap. He's done a fantastic job playing in man. Uh, did a really nice job. If you go back and you watch the state championship, he was asked to play a lot of man coverage completely obliterated the entire other uh, wide receiver core. But I do think that he is a luxury pick. And what do I mean by that? Well, to me, when I talk about luxury, I mean this is a pick that you didn't need, but it's great to have. When you look at the cornerback position right now, it is actually probably the deepest on the defense. It really is. Because Miles Jones can return next year, and he's a proven starter of four-plus years. But then you have Brian George, who also has done a very nice job playing in a limitation role during the last two seasons. You have Jalen Jones, who has been a 
fantastic cornerback for most of his career. I will say there were some times this year that I was a little frustrated with him. There was a few times where he kind of went a little too high tackling. There was a few times he got kind of bit at the line of scrimmage. Didn't really flourish the way I think a lot of people thought he would. But that's not really the case here. The case is, is that he's done a good job since going into the starting role mid-last season. And then you have Tyreek Chappell, the kid from Philadelphia, who absolutely came on strong towards the season and, and probably was the number one cornerback on the roster. He absolutely was one of my favorite cornerbacks, and he looked to be the part throughout the entire last, I would say, five, five or six weeks. But you also have Deuce Harmon, the local kid, also, I think, from North Shore, if I'm not mistaken. So the exact same high school as Denver Harris. When you look at that, he's expected to see his role grow in some capacity next season. And then the nickel, you have Antonio Johnson, who if he moves back to safety, which is his natural position, then that solves a lot of problems. But if not, then that's a great, that's a gap that's going to be blocked. You also have a lot of veteran talent like Joshua Moten, who has yet to see really the field because where do they fit? Where are they supposed to play? Where are they supposed to go? It, it, it just doesn't add up if you catch my drift on that part. So you look right now at where Texas A&M is. The cornerback position is so well-versed for the long term, you don't have to worry about playing Denver Harris right away. This is a luxury pick, and it's great to have this guy to be able to come in and be a factor if need be, but you also don't have to rush him if you don't want to. There's going to be some players that you're going to have to move along pretty quickly. There's going to be some names that are going to have to probably step up. I would say, if not right out of the gun, definitely by SEC play. They're going to have to start seeing some reps. Definitely on the offensive line. I think the defensive line, you're going to have to go ahead and get some rotational players in. Linebacker, maybe. I think the wide receiver position, definitely. Safety, for sure. Cornerback is not one. Cornerback, you can go ahead and line up who are just the three best matchups every single week. If Jalen Jones does not match up well against whoever's going to be the wide receiver at Alabama, okay, you play Tyreek Chappelle. And then you play uh, Miles Jones. And then you play Brian George. And that's what you do. If, in the, uh, if you got to run the sixth defensive backfield set and you want to run Deuce Harmon, you want to run Tyreek Chappelle, you want to run uh, Jalen Jones, you want to run Antonio Johnson, and you want to go ahead and give a shot to Denver Harris, by all means, do it. Nobody's going to stop you. But you don't need to rush him along like you do several of these other players. You have to get the right names out there. But at the same time, you also don't want to burn an eligibility thing or a red shirt when you can go ahead and see what they can do in a year from now. Because in 2023, the quarterback position is going to be very weak. Tyreek Chappelle is going to be the veteran. Deuce Harmon is going to be a guy who probably plays either the nickel or the outside. And Antonio Johnson, early reports, first-round talent. Top 15 player. Absolute top 15 player, even though he plays a lot of nickel. Top 15 guy. Kind of got that Buda Baker type feel, that Jalen Petre, a Baylor type feel. Teams are going to fall in love with him. Very quickly, they're going to fall in love with him. Add all that together, what does that mean? Uh, for starters, it means that... Denver Harris would be a redshirt freshman. You'd have him for at least two more years, if not more. And he would be able to be your young gun in a veteran unit that is not going to be missing a beat. At the same time, if you want to play him, you can play him. Nothing's stopping you. But the reason why I'm probably not as excited about the Denver Harris, and I probably didn't talk about it as much, is because of I look at names who I think are going to play an impactful role right away. I feel like Bryce Anderson is going to be one of those guys. I feel like maybe Jared Kerr is going to be one of those guys. I feel like Walter Nolan is going to be one of those guys. Maybe you look at the off uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Jake Johnson, Donovan Green, Evan Stewart. They're going to be impactful players. Denver Harris could be an impactful player. But the reason why this is so big for Texas A&M is not for the present. It's for the future. And it's what Jimbo Fisher wants to have. Competition. 
competition every single day at practice. He wants his team to be ready, geared up to go every single snap. He said last week, when we asked him about early signing period, the fact that you can have players fear where they sit, the fact that you can have players fear where they are in the roster, that's a big deal. They could lose their shot at any single moment. A guy like Denver Harris is great because if you want to what, he's going to add immense competition. But at the same time, make sure that you utilize him properly. The last thing I would want to do is rush him in, have him be inconsistent in coverage, and then burn that red shirt. That's the last thing I'd want to do. So I look at this. It's a really good move. It's a really good long-term move. But I will say right now, it's one that I'm not excited for because I'm not going to probably see him for the next few years. And that's okay. Ultimately, that's actually a really good thing for Texas A&M. The holiday season is right around the corner and Bet Online has you covered for more props, odds, likes, and more football that continues on as the college bowl games go and the pro football playoffs are right around the corner. BetOnline.ag is your number one spot for all sports live action. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and retrieve your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. All you gotta do is use the promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to receive that bonus. Basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, and so much more. Don't sit on the sidelines. Get into the action now. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Go ahead and get started with BetOnline.ag. Where the game starts. This episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by Built Bar. The holiday season is right around the corner, and you know you need some stocking stuffers, so why not get a delicious, nutritious treat that's low in calories, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber, great for you, and it gets the best of both worlds. Delicious and healthy. There's so many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing. Would you rather have the mint brownie, the raspberry, the cherry, the double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie? Built Bar gives you that extra fuel this holiday season to get you pushing through those mall doors and battle through all the holiday shoppers. If you're just standing in an endless shopping line, go ahead, munch on the bar a little bit, and it will give you that kick and boost that you need to achieve greatness while throwing it in your body and throwing it in on the on the market line. Now, of course, don't tell Santa Claus because we won't either, but you could always give the best holiday gift as a stocking stuffer for one of your favorite people with a built bar. And with it now having the brand new fluff puff bars, go ahead and cozy up with them with a nice cup of hot chocolate, a cup of hot tea, dip them in the piping hot cup of whatever you want and give yourself a little bit of flavor. Go visit builtbar.com, use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off at builtbar.com. Stop eating the salty sweets and enjoy a treat that will meet your needs. Built Bar from BuiltBar.com. Locked on Aggies presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. Now make sure our second listen is Locked On Bets with the Gold Cup. Wages, odds, and much more. Look forward to the upcoming Bethel season. Stop on by presented by BetOnline.ag. Go ahead and visit them with Locked On Bets. So let's close things out with this. Who is my favorite player in this upcoming recruiting class? Who's the guy that I'm most excited to see come in and and make an immediate impact? I will say right now, there's two. For starters, let's go with Connor Wangman. And the reason why is because Wangman could be the guy for a very long time. If by some chance he beats out Haynes King, and by some chance he beats out Max Johnson, well, you have your starting quarterback for the next three years. One of the biggest reasons why AM was able to go 9-1 in 2020 was because they had a veteran-capable starter. 
So even if next year Connor Wangman goes, let's just say 10 and 2, that's a building block. And let's just say a year later when, you know, you maybe still have Demond Demas and you have Moose Muhammad and you have still a veteran offensive line and he's the young guy on the roster. He's the young guy. And other young guys like Evan Stewart and Amari Daniels and LJ Johnson and um, uh, Le'Veon Moss are all making an impact on the run game. He's the young guy on the veteran roster that allows him to take that next step. But because if he's already been implemented in the offense, because he already understands what the offense is bringing to the table, it's very easy. It's a very quick fix. He can absolutely be the guy to hopefully only elevate the offense to the next level in the passing game. Something that was very much missing this past year because of Calzada did not have that connection with the wide receivers. I don't think Haynes would have had that connection really early on. It would have taken by midseason. But the biggest thing is that it's going to push Haynes King and Max Johnson. Haynes King and Max Johnson are going to force themselves to go to balls to the wall. And basically what I mean by that is you're going to see the best quarterback play possibly you've ever seen at Texas A&M in program history. And the reason why, because all of these guys could start. If you really want to ask me why, all of these guys could start right away. But only one can get the starting job. And I do think that Haynes King does have some limitations. I do think that Max Johnson does have some limitations. And I do think that Connor Wengman may just be a little too young. But I can tell you this much, you're never going to know it. You're never going to know it in practice. You're never going to know it early on in the games. You're never going to be able to see any of that. So even if Connor Wangman does redshirt, the biggest thing that you can take away, Wangman is going to come in and he's going to push the two guys who likely are going to be the quote-unquote front runners for the job. Now, defensively, who am I most excited to see? Bit of a surprise, but it really shouldn't be. I look at Bryce Anderson and I think that he could have a Damani Richardson-type presence in that backfield. Absolutely could. The way that I watch him play, the way that he plays in coverage, the way that he's willing to hit in the open field, that's what you want. You want a rangy safety. In fact, the best way I can put it, he reminds me a lot of what Leon O'Neill did this past year. Guy was a rover. You can say he was a safety because he was, but he really was a rover. He did a little bit of everything. You can ask him to play in zone coverage. You can ask him to play single high. You can ask him to play in the box. You can ask him to blitz. You can ask him to tackle against the run. You can ask him to play in zone coverage down in the box. You can ask him to do a lot of different things. And Bryce Anderson kind of mirrors those skills. Very quick, very attention to detail oriented, very good at closing the gaps, good cover skills, good vision, good at tracking ability when playing in coverage, and is physical. Does like to hit players. That is the big contributor. And you may be losing to Monty Richardson. Who knows? He may be going to the NFL draft. You may be losing. Um, you may not be able to go get uh, another guy like Jarden Gilbert to take that next step. You may have to play a young name in the secondary. Of the secondary players that they added this offseason, the one that I'm most excited for is Bryce, is Bryce Anderson. The way that he just plays the game, the way that he just utilizes his speed, and the way that he is able to close down and tackle, that physicality that Leon O'Neal is departing College Station with, Bryce Anderson brings in. Those, to me, are the top two names to watch for. One, because if you get to see the competition of quarterback play only be elevated by the style of what a guy like Wengman is going to bring to the table with his accuracy, with his long ball, with his uh, trajected passes, all of that. And then you have Bryce Anderson on the other side, who can be an immediate factor on some capacity, very similar to what you saw from Damani Richardson when he entered College Station well back in 2019. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following us on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson and at Locked on Aggies. I'll be back tomorrow to break down the news of Kenyon Green. Let's talk about his NFL draft status, where he best fits, and if the bowl game does happen, which has an what Texas A&M will do in his place at the last See you tomorrow, and remember, give me all.
This has been Locked On Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network.